10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, everybody to the wonderful talking gaming and tech podcast as wonderful as it can be at the moment we have a number of topics this week we're going to be getting into a mini sega i don't even know what this thing is it's just sega. yeah we'll, we'll get into it though <laughs> um we're also going to get into a 12 sims player challenge dun 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 which i don't think has ever happened but we'll we'll, we'll find out what the hell it's all about um wise origin is coming to switch in 2020 we got Call of Duty. Twitter reacts to the latest ban wave. Who is banned? Um, and ban wave. we're going to get more into, at the end of the gaming portion, of the inflation prices for gaming and how they haven't changed in 15 years. Is the writing on the wall for a change during the next-gen consoles? Because one company already is vowing to. So We're going to have some fun with that one, Nate. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, anyway, we're the gaming and talking gaming and tech podcast where we're going to get into a whole bunch of other topics on the second half, uh, with technology and pop culture, star Wars theories, all that fun stuff. But remember over here at the get tech studios, we have a wonderful YouTube channel. And before we move on to like, thank everybody that's subscribed recently. We've had like an uptick recently of YouTube subscribers, which is awesome. Uh, a whole bunch of new viewers, which is great. Um, the percentage is kind of low for people to subscribe to not subscribe. So if you check out our channel, remember, hit that subscribe button. really helps us out. Gets that support out there, which it already has. But we could use a little bit of a percentage bump. I would like at least around close to 30% of people that are watching subscribed. That would be wonderful. Um, we got a number of videos. We're going to be shooting another video pretty soon on another keyboard. Um, and, of course, we're going to have a bunch of other tech reviews coming up within probably the year or so. Uh, it's just a matter of getting out there and shooting them and doing them because there's always great tech products coming out all the time and builds coming out and DIY projects. Uh, but yeah, go check it out. So with that being said, what the heck has everybody been up to this week? Oh boy. What have I been up to this week? Oh, well, you know what? I took a walk yesterday and I stumbled into this pit known as World of Warcraft again. And fuck my life. <laughs> That's pretty much it. You should have never took that walk. I started watching Dark, but we'll talk about that when we get to the other section. Yeah, this, the second half, we'll um, get into that. I am on the last book for the Wheel of Time. Oh. I am four, four or five parts into... The Memory of Light. The, yeah, four or five parts into the last battle. The last thing I just had was Matt and Tuan faking that that they're like he's leaving, or that she's leaving with her armies and they're trying to like uh, fuck with Demondred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Wait, was there a game I was playing? Oh no! And I started watching Record of Lotus War, my my Blu-ray collection, Chronicles of the Heroic Knight, which is the series I've never finished. Oh. Other than that. Okay. Of course, Call of Duty. I've been my back hurts because I've been carrying a lot of weight. Me and the Toad. 
dragging dead bodies and dead weight across the finish line. Anyway. All right. All right. Zinga, All right. See Johnny, what the heck you guys been up to? Howdy. Uh, walking, Call of Duty, looking if I want to buy anything from the Steam sale that ends tomorrow. Oh, yeah, That's tomorrow. tomorrow at noon, actually. Yeah, yeah the um, the Steam sale. I got River City Ransom uh, Underground, and I finished that 90%. I don't know what the hell I'm missing on there. Already? You crazy son of a bitch. I bought that like two years ago. I haven't even put like three hours into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got about like um, 90% on there. And I got Bayonetta on that or anything. Game's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I downloaded on the PC version of Bayonetta. I completed the game on a console, but I'm trying it on Steam right now. So I got Bayonetta on there for only a couple bucks. And Metal Gear Rising was really cheap, but I bought that like a few, few weeks ago, I think. I thought you had that a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like a few weeks ago, I got that one. Dude, get to the end of that game. The ending is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Which one? In my life. Metal Gear Rising. Oh, yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't even finished it yet. Um, oh, what else was there? I don't know. Well, I did that tiny little mod on my um my Nintendo controller. Yep. And then I ordered buttons so I get the uh but the concave buttons on the uh, the G series, the Game Boy. So it feels like more like a Super Nintendo controller. So I'm doing that. And and that's about it. <laughs> Besides playing guitars, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's it. Nate, that's uh, it. So this week I've been actually experimenting more with RPG Maker MV, um, and then realized like how much, how powerful and how useful Photoshop is. So when we were making our RPG over like twenty years ago, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. we had to use that terrible, um, like. How would you make pixel a 2000? It was like a piddle, pixel exited editor that we had to download on a side. Yeah, it, it was pretty terrible. No, um, was we were using RPG Maker 98. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, anyway, wow. so, uh, but no, but like I've had obviously 20 years of Photoshop under my belt now. And I'm like, holy crap, I can really make maps look freaking amazing uh, with RPG Maker. Like it's pretty crazy the stuff you can actually accomplish with Photoshop. Um, you you what works really good is uh, Paint.net for that too for all the uh, the sprite sheets and the map yeah. tiles. Yeah, but you yeah. can actually there's uh, there's Paint.net which actually works okay, but there's actually people have built uh, complete pixel art programs that are just as complicated as Photoshop now um, that work really well that are designed for people that do that make a living off pixel art. Hmm um that's like super sophisticated um and they allow you to transfer your file like their programs are used to transfer files or save them within a photoshop file so you can transfer them over uh turn them into a grid uh, there's a it's crazy like when i've stepped back into that universe just like reading on the forums and checking out um like holy crap like it is a super complex and i was actually messing around with that freaking uh teenage mutant ninja Turtles rpg it's actually not that bad actually <laughs> That's actually not that bad. Yeah, I was checking out some videos on that. Um, so are you planning on doing like a whole RPG with us, or are you just experimenting? Right? I do want to do an open RPG. Right now, I am just learning. Uh, MV, right, so I'm messing get... around. Um, I generated uh, two characters. 
like okay so within mv so i want to make my own characters but it actually has a, a graphical generator within mv to allow you to create original actors which is really cool so and you, it also creates the battlers as well so for the side view battles it actually creates those as well um within after you pick your other settings of like what color their clothes are and types of clothes yeah. and types of hair and all these other things it uh the program will then automatically send that into the compiler generate what a mini sprite would actually look like of that character you just created and it's like super accurate it's freaking awesome i like that um i was like holy crap so <laughs> it is the amount of stuff that can be done in that program is just it's pretty crazy and not to mention uh there's a website that i found this group everybody right uh yen flies uh website who creates a whole shitload of modulars for rpg maker um and the first one i put on was obviously running the game in 1080p with full 100 percent like you know i mean like billions of pixels like no more uh nes graphic like nes amount of pixels it is full 1080p um so which is pretty cool you can actually go ahead and do that hmm. so obviously you wouldn't want to do that if you're porting it to a mobile phone you have to do it in a different aspect video not yeah. not um 1080p you'd have to do it like a like a more of a vertical resolution if you're going to port it to a phone but that's a whole nother issue um obviously yeah and on top of that i'm playing freaking uh warzone and i realized today so everybody wants to know so okay so i've switched from the m4 which is pretty powerful Hold it, nobody wants to know what your build is okay so I've switched from the M4, which is actually a pretty good, but they've nerfed the M4, but obviously everybody knows. They've nerfed the M4 four times now. I think it might be five, actually. They've nerfed that gun to, like, no end. Um, I felt I have seen no difference in my gun at all. The um, nerf has done nothing with my kill rate for that gun. Um, so, but they, no, they've dropped the kill rate. The, kill, the time to kill uh, to yeah, they almost, like, over a second, which is crazy. They can say that, but I'm having no trouble killing people with that Gara at all. I'm well, no, you, no, you're talking about the, the Growl is different. The Growl, they've they've actually nerfed that quite a bit because they've added so much recoil to it. Um, it's not exactly it's a laser. Literally, it's I'm not literally not feeling any effect um, at all. So I don't know what but, they did, but it wasn't working. It's not working, right? So anyway, so I have recently switched as of today. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to mess around with uh, everybody's really recommending the fail, the fail, fail, fail whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> no, with you it's the fail dude the fail the flail the foul but isn't that a semi-automatic yes it's semi-automatic but um so i was like okay i'm gonna mess around with this gun because i have it maxed out for the most part and i did uh i went and messed around with different attachments like here and there in different games and i was like holy crap this gun is like stupid you can kill somebody uh after i did that i checked out that one guy's video i watch who does a lot of the specs and finds out exactly what attachments do you um, can rapid fire someone down pretty instantly no, with yeah. that, and it doesn't have any real recoil because it's a single shot. Yeah, because so the last like, yeah the last update buffed it. It 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 just doesn't have any recoil really. So you like you just fire it slowly, a half a second per shot. Not gonna have any problem. Well, no, use it. The buff like, took away the recoil. Because, um, the buff took away most of the recoil. The yeah the main reason why I don't use it is because it I used it for like a week. 
and got to like level 25 and it still wasn't any good fucking scope. Oh, no, you have to, to actually, you, well, I don't use a scope on mine, but you want to get to a level at least 65 so you can get the monolithic suppressor because that adds damage and range to it. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of issues with um, level now. It's like, I'm not leveling that fucking So, um, I was Mr. In the, um, and this guy did a video because I was like, wow, I'm killing people like stupid quick. Even people running up on me with like an MP7, which is time to kill is like crazy. I was killing people. And I was like, so I looked at the specs this guy did for his chart. The thing kills in less than a third of a second. I was like, holy crap. That's how fast. It's probably, he thinks... He said he wants to run the numbers. He's going to do another video. He thinks it's the fastest kill, what do you call it, time to kill weapon in the entire game. At close range. Because, uh, you know, with a gun, with a marksman rifle, it should be the fastest killing gun at close it's range. It's not a marksman rifle. It's an assault rifle. No, it's a marksman's rifle. No, it's an assault rifle. Oh, I'm thinking of the SKS. My bad. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's an assault rifle. It's crazy. And obviously, How's it an assault if it only shoots one round? Because there's been plenty of assault rifles throughout Call of Duty that have only shoot single shot. Really? Yeah. The truth right. is, it's probably because it's not really an assault rifle. They're just calling it that. That's probably what it is. It's just Call of Duty logic. Uh, no, no, no. There's been a bunch of assault rifles throughout Call of Duty's history that have been single shot. Because there was one in Modern Warfare 3 that I just normally ran all the time. That was really good for an assault rifle. Um, but yeah, I was super surprised. And obviously now I'm going to be running that on normal basis because if as long as you can press that trigger as fast as you can like on average it takes three shots to kill somebody no matter where you hit them i want to use that thing with a with a a a good scope because mid to long range that thing would be great it's just i don't want to level it high enough to get all the shit so the way it works is well it has to be within 20 meters this is why i don't use a scope so on that gun because within 20 meters it's three shots to kill anybody no matter where you hit them yeah, but the point is, I want I want a gun that I can use at long range, and use my other gun, my M, my MP7 as my short range. So why don't you use like and a marksman rifle? Because I don't like any of them. I like the way the foul works, and I figure the the foul like it does fine at that range. It's perfectly fine. It will kill quicker and better than my growl will at range. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. It will do that. But I'm saying like 20 meters compared to like. 50 meters, which a marksman rifle can do. Well, I put it this way, Nate. If you try to kill me with that gun and I use my M7, I will kill you before you kill me. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't I know. know I that. guarantee you. You but, won't even... I guarantee you. You yeah, won't but, hit that many rounds. We're, yeah, but we're talking about, like, just numbers, straight numbers. The time to kill so, between the yeah, M7... Yeah, but you're, you're not taking into account ability. I think that I will get my full clip into you before you hit me with three rounds. Yeah, but ability is a whole other argument. Like, obviously, if you pair us against, like, pro players, we're going to get beat. If you pair us against people that just started playing the game, we're going to beat them. That's irrelevant. Well, I don't know if you will. That's, a, that's irrelevant. Um, just straight numbers, the time to kill is the is possibly the quickest guy in the game. All right, so uh, the U.S. Army defines assault rifle as a short, compact, selective fire weapon that fire cartridge intermediate in the, in the power between submachine gun and rifle cartridges. Mm-hmm. It must okay. have... One of the following. Selective fire. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, then we don't... It's already done. That gun is a marksman rifle well, not, being called assault rifle because Call of Duty. Um, that does actually have selective <laughs> fire. You have to add the perk, but nobody adds it because it's not worth it. Well, if, if it's a perk, then it really doesn't have it, does it? 
Well, no, you have to add, you have, you can add it to the gun. Like you add it, but it takes away one of like your other things like sleight of hand my, or whatnot. My like, point is it doesn't it would take away that. They, they made, no, they made that an assault rifle. It's a marksman rifle. I kind of figured that's what it was. They just, they're just defining it as, a, as an assault rifle. Cause call of duty. Yeah. Well, the question is what gun is it really based on? A foul. I don't know. The bar. I'm, I'm almost positive that gun exists because um, it was also an Uncharted. The foul is a gun in Uncharted, and that was a single shot gun too. Hmm. And that was also classified under assault. I think these people just don't understand what an assault rifle is, and it could be true because nine percent of the gaming media nowadays are liberals, and all liberals seem to think any gun with a clip is a freaking assault rifle. <laughs> they don't actually know what a gun is, what semi-automatic and automatic is. So, be, so. Before, before the AR-15, it was the FN foul. Oh, okay. So it is. So it is an assault rifle then. Well, yeah, it's it's yeah. uh the real one is a is a automatic. Yeah. But like I said, you can make the one in Call of Duty that, but you can't. But does it make it automatic or does but, it make it uh, uh, like three round burst? It makes it a burst gun, but it. Um, but they obviously it's to the balance of the gun because if you had automatic with that gun, it would easily be the most broken gun in the game. <laughs> then just put it in the marksman rifle section and be done with it. Because it's not a marksman rifle. Yeah. Yes, it is though. They're just changing the name because of what they want it to not be a, a marksman rifle. Bazinga just explained what an assault rifle is. They don't know what an assault rifle is, or they changed its definition well, for that gun. Well, no, but yeah, but that, yeah, but they still, yeah, I mean, the, so the gun by definition. What? Their definition is not the actual definition. That's like saying, that's like that damn saying, my truth. There's no such thing as my truth. There's just truth. Okay? That gun by definition, is not an assault rifle. I know we're arguing over the stupidest thing here, but by <laughs> definition, that gun is not an assault rifle. Whether they want to call it one or not, it's not. That's it. Next. Okay. <laughs> so, Sega. Uh, we had some news about Sega a few weeks ago. Sega is not a company, by definition. Anyway. Sega... Actually, there's a shotgun called a Sega. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's a semi-automatic. Oh my god, I want that so bad. Get <laughs> the logo on it. No, no. Well, anyway, okay, so Sega around shooting people and going Sega. Okay, <laughs> Sega's next retro hardware is a one-six scale multi-game arcade. Uh, has thirty-six games. Um, it's neat looking. It reminds me a lot of the Neo Geo one that came out uh, not that long ago. And I don't remember the price of the Neo Geo one offhand. I think it was 150 Yeah, it was up there. Um, and this little mini arcade is going to be $120. Uh, it's a 4.8-inch diagonal LCD screen. So, And some of the games that obviously have been announced for it that are playing throughout the summer is Alien Storm, Alien Syndrome, Altered Beast, Columns 2, Dark Edge, Fantasy Zone, Golden Axe, Golden Axe, Revenge of the Adder, uh, Tant R, and Virtual Fighter. So, uh, obviously going to be powered by micro USB supports HDMI out, uh, attachable USB controller pads sold separately. <laughs> uh, so 
I mean, it could be neat. I think it's like right up in the lines of that little mini arcade that came out, the uh, the Neo Geo one, because it looks almost just like it. Um, and obviously, some of the games are Neo Geo um, companies, I believe. So, and obviously, they even point out in this article that's just like the found, like the the Neo Geo Mini. Um, and apparently, the, the controllers get uh, the. The eight-way digital switch will be better than the squishy Neo Geo. Mini. Yeah, I know some people even change that one out in that one, the other one. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and people didn't think that was that bad. It's just such a tiny little screen. I mean, it's a novelty. It's neat. Um, mm-hmm. like I wonder how well the HDMI out will be, because that point it, you could just hook controllers up to it. And I wonder what controllers are gonna look like, like a six-button Sega controller. They're just USB, so I wonder if you can use any USB style controller. Well, probably. I don't know. Yeah. So, most likely. I don't know. In general, I think this is a, a great little novelty, especially if you're a fan of whatever 36 games these are uh, total. Um, uh, none of those games interest me. But the question is, like, are these the arcade ports or not? That's the thing. It doesn't even say in this article. Um, Because all these games, for the most part, have arcade ports as well. So I'm wondering, are they arcade editions or are they uh, the Sega console editions? Oh, arcade titles. Okay, never mind. It does say it in the article. So they they all are arcade titles. Okay, cool. I would definitely say this is better than the Sega Game Gear Mini. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to see this on the Game Gear Mini. Um, it's garbage. They're, that, they're big. Really? Yeah. It looks like the uh, the Game Boy Micro. No, no it's just, way smaller. It's, got, it's, it's smaller. got four games on it for yeah, fifty dollars. It's the the whole Game Gear Mini is as big as the screen on the Game Boy Micro. Yeah, it's like a one inch screen. Yeah, it's, and it's fifty dollars with four games, and there's like four different colors, and each color has four different games on it. It's, eh, it's stupid. Was it produced by Sega itself, or is it like a third party? I think Sega has to do with it. Yeah, Sega. Yeah, Sega's one announced it. So. They announced it. Yeah. What was wrong? With it? <laughs> good, um, good question. But I do have to say this one: if it's actually real arcade ports, I say this thing could be worth it. We'll have to see when it comes out. Is that already released though? No. No, this is not out yet. Yeah, uh, I was, a couple days I was ago. watching Pat and Plays um, doing something like that. It looked kind of like that. Like a mini little arcade machine that he was working on. Hmm. Oh, I gotta look that up now. Oh, okay. the mic. Johnny. Let's get into... <laughs> I, I, I keep thinking that my headset's on the... <laughs> Alright, let's get into this. 12 sim players will compete for $100,000 on a TBS... Game show. What in the hell is this? We're so this is next. called The Sims Sparked. It's a TV game show that TBS has that they created to where people compete and build like a Sims family. So it's kind of like uh, you don't know Jack is only going to last for like a couple episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we need a couple. This thing's going to bomb on day one. Anybody who watches The Sims for anything other than fucking pure stupidity. <laughs> well, the Sims I, is not a competition game. I watch YouTubers yeah. sit there and play. I'll sit there and watch them. Yeah, Nate, you are literally the outsider for everything, though. <laughs> <laughs> the outlier for everything. 
Um, yeah, but these these YouTubers have YouTubers have a couple million subscribers. I don't care if it's got a couple million subscribers. There's a hundred billion people in this world. Of course, there's going to be a million dumbasses watching freaking people play The Sims in a competitive reality show. Well, that goddamn reality show about a fake sim. (laughs) So weird seeing a game show with modern day people in it. (laughs) Well, the thing is, how is the show going to work though? This is a group of people sitting down at TBS trying to come up with a way to get to tap into the to like the esports scene, but they are so dumb that they picked the one game that isn't an esport to do it with. Well, the way they're doing it isn't really like an esport. It, it's a competition, dude. That makes it a sport. Yeah, but this is like it's, it's like multiple people playing it like a together. Reality TV show. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's more it's like a competition, which makes it a sport. That's my point. Yeah. They picked the worst thing you could do for an esport. Well, no, it's well, not there, like... there's a scene in this convert the, the 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 trailer for it where like oh, they're crying. They're like, oh, I could really relate to this this story you made for this for this family in the game. Of course they can. <laughs> they're weak ass American teenagers and young adults. They cry over everything. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty interesting. That, uh, uh, EA probably, you know, said, hey, let's do this. Money. They'll well, probably do like some microtransactions when you're watching the show. Last good thing EA ever did was freaking uh, Road Rash. <laughs> Road Rash 2, and that was it. You had to think about it. Yeah, but who's going to. Okay, so the question is on this show who's going to be the one player that goes, I want to make the most messed up horror story ever. None of them. None of them, because everybody who they have looks like a bunch of young American adults. All Uh, of these people are going to do stupid shit. (laughs) This is going to be the dumbest thing you will ever see in your entire life. (laughs) I cannot wait. (laughs) They're going to be fake crying. They're gonna. They're literally gonna be like, my sim hooked up with Jason. <laughs> how could how could the neighbor come over and sleep with my husband? I don't understand. One of them will bring up some random racism that doesn't exist in the game to complain about. <laughs> One of them will bring up some stupid, some random like, uh, what do you call it? homophobia in the game that doesn't exist to complain about. It's all. It's gonna check all these boxes because it's a reality show, and reality shows mean they're fake. Because um, well, everybody's Sims noticed Sims yet, but reality Sims. shows are always fake. Sims. I have a friend at work who watches a show. It's like it's like dumped or something like that. It's a or a first time I think it was called, but it's basically a show where like these people talk to each other through letters and through email and all that, and then they meet for the first time. And sh- every time she's like, "Oh my god, it's so sweet," and I'm like, "You know it's fake, right? You know these people have met countless times, and all of them are just trying to get acting careers, right?" And she's like, nah, they totally love each other. No, they no, really don't. It is completely fake. Yes, it's 100% it's fake. It's like The Bachelor. Yeah, it's all fake. And then they'll go, oh, yeah, The Bachelor's fake, definitely. Uh, but this show is oh. apparently, apparently there's a movement claim of people that want one of the Bachelorettes to be a big, giant fat chick. And I'm like, who are you paying to fight over? <laughs> oh, my God. It's horrible. Um. I don't know. It was like like Lizzo is going to be our our bachelorette, um, <laughs> but without the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, every single reality there isn't a reality. I can't think of one unless you guys think of one that hasn't been shown to be completely fake. There's not one out there. Linus Tech Tips computer thing. What? 
Are we past this yet? So I'm talk talking about a, a, I'm talking about an actual syndicated show. I know. Well, syndicated. There, there were plenty of syndicated shows on G4 before money got involved and ruined G4. Okay, on current no, syndicated television, can you think of one actual reality TV show that's actually real? Uh, oh, on, on a current reality show? American Ninja Wars. No. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, reality. Uh, no, not a... Hey, that's more reality than reality, dude. It's no, a real competition. No, a reality TV show, not a game CNN show. News. No, dude, CNN is the most fake news on the network. <laughs> <laughs> Don oh. Lemon and his fake tears every night. Okay. Anyway, can anyway legitimately answer the question? No. no, because there literally is no real. Okay, thank you. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Great American Race because it's just people driving across the country. But that's probably all. Got to be getting tickets, online. speeding tickets. Cops, cop used to be real. Okay, so yeah, like cops was real. Oh yeah, and live PD is real too. So yeah, okay, so that's two. But still, no, no, reality TV is a joke this show is a joke i don't care if people call me a cynical asshole i don't care you would have been better off doing the mishigama show about world of warcraft than <laughs> having this terrible shit oh. that'll be awesome <laughs> anyway let's... oh my god they're playing some dramatic song and trying to make you cry yeah <laughs> it's a little silly but oh my god they're all pretending to cry and pretending oh you're watching the trailer <laughs> <laughs> now he's watching the trailer. Yeah, it's a little stupid. None the trailer. Us, none of you felt any emotions playing this stupid game. None of you. You all think you're gonna get a job. That's all there is to it. Yeah, that's so, all. So, uh, anyway. real reality shows. Deadliest Catch. I never heard of that one. Survivor Man. Oh, wait, actually, okay. So, Survivor Man's actually real. Bear Grylls is a load of fucking crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: <laughs> all of those shows still twist the truth and mess with the truth. They at they inf they inject fake drama. It's like, for example, um, the Curse of Oak Island. That's pretty right. real. But then they have a scene where the guy's looking next to the edge of like a rock they cut open, and they move the camera and pretend that the rock fell. Well, yeah. The commercial no, but, back um, if you actually watch Survivor Man for any portion of the time, there's been multiple episodes where have been cut. The episode doesn't end. Um, because he's ran into something and it just abruptly, instead of like making it out to be, he, the episode actually ends um, when he runs into something pretty bad. Uh, hoarders. Um, intervention. <laughs> yeah. Reality okay. show intervention. There you go. My, my strange addiction. Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Some of those are real. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I got to be on that show, though. My strange but I don't know addiction. if I consider those real. Well, they are kind of reality shows, but not really. You want to know how you know this show is fake in every way? Just look at the cast. It's like they took a list of every single thing that they could hit that screams ethnicity and got them all. So they got a guy with, like, a turban on his head. They got a chick with two two bones in her nose. Like, they covered every single one. Every single one of these people look a little different, like they're all wearing costumes. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's a fez, by the way, not a turban. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> It's very different. Yeah, things. Anyway. Also, the guy wearing the fez, though, is not from the origin of the place where they would be. It's just some white fat dude. <laughs> so he's a neckbeard. Anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway. He likes Doctor Who, okay? Okay. okay. Oh, poor, poor Nate, man. <laughs> okay. Let's get into. Nate's hidden fez. Yeah. Okay. Wise Origin is coming to the Switch in 2020. 
Um, east. Yeah, it's east, dude. I didn't want to mess with you. Said More fire. To figure it out, but it's actually east. 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 That's what it's pronounced. It's pronounced Wise. east. East. It's pronounced east. East. The world of east. The game series are—it's just terrific. You know what's funny is the first one I played was the um, East Three for Super Nintendo. Kind of was like a uh, more like an action platformer RPG than yeah. the original on first two. I've got all of the old ones on PSP. I just haven't played them. Show though, they're really good. Um, I'm gonna play them someday or die before it happens. I had one on Turbo Graphics 16. It had like the CD one, one for it. I think it was East 4. Well, there's actually two versions of East 4 here, and then there's the Japanese one too. I have one of them. I can't remember which one it was, though, but that's what got me like more into the series. But it's it's really good. I I actually want to check this one out. Yeah, they're, they're an excellent series. Great music. It's the people that do um, Trails of Cold Steel which I still have to finish the third one. I'm at the last dungeon. I just have to get off my ass and do it. Yeah, it's like uh, this and Art the Lad was really good, too. It, it kind of reminds me of Art the Lad is Arc really the Lad good. Art is from a different company. Yeah, yeah. it's a completely different company, but it's, uh, Art the Lad is really good. Yeah, I've never really gotten to the E-series at all too much. I've wanted to. I have some of them, but never got to. It's actually a good series. Like, like you still play with the same character through all, like almost all of them, too. So it's just continuings and stuff. Unlike Final Fantasy, on the other hand, different people, different world, different story. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. So, the band hammer. So, Call of Duty Twitter reacts to the latest band hammer, which is... So, Call of Duty is banning Spree, where several people are receiving permanent bans. Most of these cases report their innocence, but it doesn't seem to help them at all. Yeah, so the Call of Duty is banning people, for, you know, because there's the uh, report yeah. function now that it's kind of broken because it doesn't have everything, can, you know, you can't, you can only report if, like, you get it immediately before you die. Okay, so, you, oh, wait, no, you actually can. How? No, okay, so you can, so all you have to do is remember that, okay, so at the bottom it'll say who you were killed by, right? Which you barely see. You have to look at that room quick. No, no, no. no, no. Let him explain this incredibly stupid Hold way to defend it. Terrible Hold on, Grim. Let me finish what you're saying so I can know, so people know how to report you. So it'll show up at the bottom of your screen. If you know how to do a screen capture with NVIDIA, if you have that set up, you can do that real quick so you don't have to remember. You can just hit the button and do it. Um, and look at it later. Um, after you've done that, after you're done playing for the night or whatever day it is, you can go and look at all the people you played with on the list within like the menu system. You can look mm. at those. You can find that person because they're going to show up. You can find where they are and you can report them from that screen. Okay. Will it show the 300 people? We're making, which yes. Is that this system is terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's the point we're making. Not that you can do it, that it's just goddamn terrible. You cannot do it after you die. There's not a simple button to hit unless you're completely dead. If you're getting thrown in the gulag, you cannot report the person who hacked you into the goddamn gulag. Their no. system is horrible. And you can't report their team. So if one guy downs you by hacking and his teammate kills you, you can't report that guy unless you know his name and run through. It, it, how hard is this? PUBG does it. It's a little fucking thing that tells you who killed you and asks you if you want to hack. 
you want to do it or not. Yeah, and yeah. gives you their teammates' names right underneath there so you can report all of them. Now, what if it's... Okay, so this is where the whole innocence thing comes in. So what if you just play, like, randoms? Like, I usually go solo when I play squads. Like, by myself, I'll play solo squad. Uh, but a bunch of people, like, I know at work that will just play randoms with people. Um, mm -hmm. What if they randomly get a hacker on them? Is it fair for them to report it as a hacker if they're not... It's just their teammate? No, I'm, I'm not saying report their whole team. I'm saying if you come across a team, one of them's a hacker and one of them isn't, but the guy who killed you isn't a hacker like the guy who finished you off, you have to cycle through after you've left the gulag and died a second time. You have to memorize that goddamn name and find that person because you can't look at the list of people that hit you and did damage to you to find the guy you think was hacking. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw That's my point. Like their entire system is shit. And it's, it's like that because it's called it's Activision and they thought of oh, no one's going to hack our game or they literally don't care about spending the money, which is probably what it was that they don't really actually care about keeping hackers out of the game because it's Call of Duty and they'll make money no matter what. That's what I'm thinking too is like um, a couple of times like when I got killed, they always had that um, the report option on there. I mean, I think a lot of people are just abusing it. They're just pissed off because somebody just kicked their ass fairly. And it's just reminding well, me because I'm like reading this up yeah. here. Because what it says is this, these people are like, what's going on? Yeah. And then Activision goes, well, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's right. a handful of them. There's one guy who who said he uh, just installed it and he was banned. He didn't even play it yet. Okay. And they're still saying, "Sorry, nothing I can do." Um. Okay. But for instance, like we do know, like that one guy. So I shared a video earlier this week. Um. Uh, this guy did a YouTube video interviewing a hacker. They believe they're good. Yeah, okay, they believe they're good. <laughs> but he also pointed out, the guy he was talking to pointed out, oh, he's like, I use a paid account. They only go after free accounts. Yep. I was yeah, like, what the fuck? They a lot of the hackers are using, a lot of the hackers are playing like $65 a month for this, too. The free, the free accounts will come back because all they because they can still play the game and then they might buy this shit. Well, the paid accounts might not come back because they don't want to spend another 60 bucks. Well, you can also use like any, like he pointed out, the hacker pointed out, oh, the whole phone thing didn't work out for stopping it because you can use a VoIP phone number and still get use it. They just don't, they don't care. Like, my, my here's my problem, and this goes directly to you, Call of Duty fanboy douchebag tools, okay? And I know you exist, you're the, you're the douchebags who buy this game every year. When PUBG <laughs> came around and that people were hacking this game of PUBG, when a company of like 10 people were building it and running it, and you pieces of shit ran your mouth about how they can't stop hackers, they don't give a shit. And now here you are not caring that the company with actual resources to do something about it isn't doing anything. And I just want to know how does it feel to be a complete hypocrite and a piece of crap? Well, no, they are. Like They've pointed out and they've shown, like they've talked about, they've named the people that are working for that branch of Activision now. Um, they have a whole like team that works on nothing but hackers. Nate, do you understand that Call of Duty comes out every year and has been hacked on the PC since like 2010? No, I know, but I'm saying though. And ever now since... they finally have a branch of like four people that they claim are working on it. <laughs> no, no, it's like fifty some odd people total. They have it's. There's what a can lot they of, do about it though? There's a lot of people. It's um, just like trying to stop people from jailbreaking us an, an well, iPhone. This is the messed up thing that okay, because I legit thought <clears throat> they were going after paid accounts too, but apparently they're not, which is really messed up. I don't care that well, the person yeah. like I mean, if they're cheating your game, ban their asses. Mm-hmm. 
they can make it a lot harder. That that ban at hardware level at least makes it harder. It makes it way more expensive for people to have to do it. To 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 like stop the the ban at hardware level. They should do that. There's other things they can do. Well, they can make it harder, but I let me put it this way. Part of my excuse is is cynical because you know, I don't like Activision, but I expect that 90% of the reason why is they just look and go well, we can do some stuff, but it's going to cost us money to do it, to do it right. So we're not going to do it. Yeah, but because I can tell you, like, okay. So obviously, there's a good portion of these people that don't know how hacks work. They just download the program that they're given and they go, "Boop, okay, I'm hacking." Um, where <laughs> and then there's a portion of them that know what they're doing. And I can tell you this: as of right now, people have a little bit of knowledge. If you get a hardware ban. All you have to do is pop in a live version of Linux on your USB, start your computer up, change your MAC address with a very simple program. Hey, hey again, boom. You're proving my point. This is much harder for people to do mm. than to just go out and buy another copy of the game. All I'm saying is make it harder. Yeah. You're going to reduce the number of casuals doing it, and that will overall reduce the number of people doing it. But this, this is, okay, I know, but this is the problem. They're not going after it because this is my other point. I think that they actually have a team going after people, and they're going after free accounts, but they're not banning as many people because they don't want their numbers to drop for the amount of players they have on. Well, of course, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, this, this one guy says, I just received a permanent ban without even playing Warzone. I've installed it, hit play, and got banned. I don't believe And that. then they say, hey, Leonardo, more, more info on our ban policy can be found here. Please be aware that all bans are final and not subject to appeal following an investigation by the enforcement team. Good. I don't believe that at all. That guy's lying. Yeah, how many people are hackers that are just trying to get their account back? That yeah. guy's 100% lying. He, would, he hit, turned it on, and while it was updating, it banned him. No. No, he installed it and went to play and he was banned. That's my point. He went to play. He loaded the thing and then it banned him. That literally would never happen. How did he get reported without playing it? Because he's hacking. He he probably has the software on there. So um, the one thing that Activision does do that does okay, um, on their software, they can detect if you're running the uh, hack software on your computer. Um, for the most part, there are ways to mask it though. And that's really the only legit way to actually run the software, um, without getting caught. If you're not smart enough to actually know what the heck you're doing to mask it, well, you're going to get banned before the game even starts. <coughs> if you have that software on your computer, you're going to get banned. Mm-hmm. But they're not targeting paid accounts though. So... And now I'm looking at the comments here. Like someone's like, "Keep the bans going." I'm so glad they're finally purging the game from all the cheating. I've yeah. watched so many cams that are clear. There's clearly some fishy going on. Yeah, PUBG lost the fight for not having the balls to do this. Ooh. No, PUBG. <laughs> do you see what I mean? It's the same. That this is my point about Call of Duty fans. They PUBG was a smaller company, did what they could, and this is now fucking six months in, and Activision's still not doing enough. And people are like. Yeah, at least they're doing what PUBG never did. Screw you, dude. <laughs> Screw you. Okay, you never played PUBG. No, PUBG. You played Call of Duty. That's it. PUBG went pretty far. PUBG actually is the only company to actually file arrests. Like yeah, they, they did the best they could against the hacker problem. They spent money on it, lots of money. But they what what they lost. The reason why they're in the spot now 
is because when you have a fan base of 20 million people playing Call of Duty and playing like Halo and all these other games, and they're all acting like Ben, and yes, I don't care what people say, there are a lot more Bens out there than you think. Because every time someone declares they're making a new Battle Royal mode, these people come out of their woodwork and shit all over it. Well, so this these is... fake fans, like these guys came out of the woodworks and shit all over uh, PUBG until Call of Duty got it. Then when Call of Duty got it, it was okay. But PUBG was bad at banning the hackers. No, That's no, they were, they were pretty happened. good. Um, so uh, PUBG, like I said, I pointed out, and it's funny because I kind of wish actually Battletoad was on the podcast right now to get his opinion because I was talking to him about this because he was like, he was telling me the other day at work, he goes, I actually loaded up PUBG and was playing it for a little bit. And I'm like, holy, cr-. like he realized he's like that, like I, cause I pointed out to him a while ago how the reason why it's failing, why a lot of people are pointing out why it's failing in the esport market is because the pacing is too slow. Um, and he was like, I, he's like, I get what you mean now. He's like, I tried playing it. He's like, I can't, I'm not going to sit there for 10 minutes and not be in a fight. He's like, that's ridiculous. Um, he's it's like, I want to. to and he's like, you know, I run off. He's like, yeah. obviously I run off when we're playing modern warfare. Cause he's like, I want to get into a fight. I'm not going to sit there and just wait. Like, it, why do I want to wait? I don't, it's not the patience. This is, this is people. It's not the pacing. The people saying this are the people that are making that game worse. I dude, I've played it recently, Nate. Okay. People are pissed that they're fucking with the game. They don't like what they're turning it into. They're losing what's left of their fan base because people don't want it turned. It's not the pacing. People are hiding behind that. The reason why they don't like the game is because it's far harder for you to get even one kill in that game than it is in any of these other ones. No, no, you people are right. Instant gratification and they can't get a kill, so they get pissed off no. and stop playing. No, it's not about that. It's just boring. That's the problem. Like it'd be fun. But it's not if you're not bad, dude. If you're not bad, you don't have any trouble finding kills. I land next to people, I run them down, I kill them, I hop in a car, I move to the next spot. It's not hard to get kills. It's when you're terrible at the game, you run down, you pick up some stuff, and then you get gunned down instantly because you're horrible. And then you get that happens again and again and again because you're horrible at the game. Mm. And then you get pissed off and you start making excuses. And the excuse is, oh, I'm just bored. You know, the game's bullshit and it's kind of boring. It's boring because you can't make it out of the goddamn start zone. Yeah, but the thing is, though, in the in the bigger picture, though, you have to attract more players or your game's going to die. Yeah, but they, they can't do that without making the game easy mode. That's the thing. You, like, in this day and age with video games, instant gratification. That's why um, Fortnite is so popular. That's why the Call of Duty Battle Royale is so popular. Because it's instant gratification. But well, hit the ground. You still have to wait a good half hour before you win the game anyway. Well, yeah, but the thing is, like, people want to, like, um, for instance, like, a good portion of people play games like this just because it's more of a relaxing thing. Usually there's some kind of stress they have going on in their life, and they decide to play Call of Duty to release stress. Um, Dude, it's, I can't, it's a simple, it's a, it's the same as turn-based RPG versus action RPG, eight. Hmm. Like, the people who play, who, who hate turn-based games are like, you have to wait your turn? There's no skill involved in that. It's freaking stupid. Oh, I want to smash a button. I'm awesome. And then I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Like, your action RPG is simple-minded. It's much simpler than this. That's why you like it, because it's it's designed for someone like you who doesn't think on a higher, like, thinking oh. levels. Well, it's yeah. the same thing with turn-based RPGs and action RPGs. Yeah. You can use that same argument for 
for like PUBG versus Call of Duty. Well, PUBG requires you to think about your movements, take your time, and be smart when you line up your shots. Call of Duty is like I saw a guy jump across the street and you just jump off the roof and start unloading on a guy five five miles down the road because you have no recoil. Yeah, no, but no, my point is grim. Like for instance, like right now, I do enjoy PUBG still. Jump PUBG's I think a really great game still. But um I get like a lot of relief from if I'm pissed off, if somebody pissed me off at work or just work in general, and I decide to play Call of Duty, I use it because I don't want to think. I just want to run around and shoot people. That's all I want to do. Um, to actually relax, I want to play a turn-based RPG. See, I don't, I don't... I've looked at your stats for regular multiplayer, Nate. Okay. Where do you find this time to play this game? What do you mean? He's a time lord. I keep attacking explain. you, don't you know that? Because your stats, like, you've played a million games. A million I games? Played, I don't know if i played a million games. No, no. Like, I, I, like, every night when we play, I'm playing before and I play after. And I'm playing multi just regular multiplayer. I haven't played I look at your stats for multiplayer and it's fucking... Well, I, know, dude, I have 2,000 hours of PUBG, so... It's, um, it's, I haven't even talked about hours. I, I'm just talking about, like, kills. I haven't, played, I haven't played... I play multiplayer, like, here and there to, like, if I need, like, an extra level on a gun or something. But yeah, I'll have to. Um, I'll have to. But I mostly up. these days I play. I mostly just play solo uh, squads on Warzone. The bottom line of this conversation is that PUBG, PUBG just needs to embrace its market. It shouldn't be chasing Call of Duty and all these other ones. It should yeah. be. It should be staying the way it was. It should be going back to the way it was and focusing on the people who like Arma and slower paced games and not trying to catch these idiots that. That like are like chickens. They the head just bounces back and forth all over the place every time something new comes out. Well, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Oh, the new one's coming out in like a month. Well, I, what's it? Is? It's the same game as it was before, but it's new. But the problem. Okay, so run out and buy the same game. So okay, so a big portion of PUBG, they they got into the esports scene real early uh, with their game, and a big portion of the revenue is coming from esports now. Was coming. It's not now. It's not as much anymore. It still is, but like not. I said, they they, they um, blew it when they started changing the game. Instead of working but, on what they worked worked on was getting it to run well, which it does now, and hackers. And then the people who liked that kind of game would have kept playing it. Oh wait, yes, no, that's all true and good. But how do you attract more players? Because what they need is more players to come play their game. But they didn't, Nate. That's the thing. They had about two million dedicated players. Those two million dedicated players started siphoning off when they started taking the game and ruining what it was. I got more and more annoyed when they started slowing down the circle, changing the circle, destroying the aspect. Like when they added Savage is a fun map. It's also stupid. By the time I get looted at the start, it's already time to end the goddamn map. Like we're already at the end of the freaking game at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the kind of stuff that pissed people off. You're not... They, they got confused. You were never going to catch the keep the casuals. That's just never going to happen. Your goal wasn't to keep the casuals. It was to keep the people that like that style game. And they, they failed. But their in investors, but you got to remember, they're owned by Tencent. Their investors who own Tencent want them to get more players every year. If they don't, that's a problem for Tencent. Then ten, they should have never sold to Tencent. There you go. Um, and if you they, look at per money... Um, Tencent has actually been putting way more money into Ring of Elysium than PUBG Bluehole does to PUBG recently. And movies. Yeah. <laughs> so 
lots of movies. Everything you're pointing out, though, you're not pointing me wrong. You're pointing out problems with the system in general. The idea that I can't, that PUBG can't exist because Tencent wants them to make way more money when the old, hell, the reason why they don't have 4 million people right now is because of those goddamn loot boxes. Well, yeah, the loot boxes are a bunch like, of that's shit. That's the reason why they lost 90% of their fan base because that's where all the hackers came from. Yeah, yeah. But they need, that was a way for them to make money, so. They could have made plenty of money off of skins and other sorts of shit. They didn't need to make the money off of that. That was my point. No, I know. They didn't well, need to do that. The, speaking the, of money, yes. PUBG was mismanaged. There's nothing wrong with the game. The game was just mismanaged. So speaking the of money, idea of the game was fine. So last week we covered the topic of, um, uh, uh, what do you call? It? I can't remember the guy's name who pointed out the fact that the current market for gaming, uh, for the price we sell games, at is unsustainable for AAA titles. Um, and now this week after the podcast, shortly, um, 2K announced that they are going to be changing, going to be selling games on average for $70 for next-gen consoles. Um, and this article points out, like, obviously, these, the most likely, they aren't going to be the only ones either. More companies are going to shift um, because the inflation hasn't, for the last 15 years, we haven't seen an increase. Um, and the, it's point out we're going to finally start to see an increase. Not that like, uh, it's a good, bad, and different. And it points out also in this article that a lot of companies have actually been trying to make the difference up uh, what they would be in inflation prices with like special bundles or special editions or buy like, you know, I mean, the crappy Fallout 78 bundle that came with with the shitty bag. Um, <laughs> like they're all trying to do that to make up the difference in money they're okay. losing. That's a lie. No, that's no. Hold up, I understand the inflation thing, but no. Bethesda, EA, Activision, 2K—they're not doing these bundles and these microtransactions to make up a dis difference at all. They already spend the minimal amount of money on making the game and the maximum amount of money on making money off the game. 2K is not selling special bundles because they're not making enough money off the sales of the game. They're selling these special bundles where you buy stats so that you can be broken online because it makes them billions of dollars every year. And for the past 10 to 15 years, companies like EA and, and 2K have been trying to tell everybody that they don't make enough money off these games and they are lying. You cannot tell me that every year when Activision releases a Call of Duty and says that they made like $4 billion on day one that they're not making any money. They brag about how much money they make, and then they turn around and complain they're not making any money. Now, inflation, you are right. I will pay 70 bucks for a game as soon as you pricks take out all the DLC that you're ripping me off with. Because as of right now, you're not losing money. You're all ripping everybody off, and we all know it. And you're trying to convince people that you're not, but we all know you are. Do you guys remember the, um, the most expensive? Do you guys remember the uh, the most expensive game um that was back then when we had like just original Nintendo? Uh, Super it's Nintendo like, Chrono Trigger. No, I'm talking about like original Nintendo. It was like oh. the most expensive game I bought was like Mario Three. It was like thirty eight bucks. Oh uh, no no bucks? no Mario Three. Yeah. Okay, so we did the scenario we went through. So Mario well, Three. Tax yeah, Mario Three on a NES game in general, um, cost around sixty bucks. Um, in Coventry, man, it was like 38 bucks. Oh, it would have been, it must have been discounted for some reason, but um, on average, a Nintendo, an NES game costs about 60 bucks. Um, 
and I, and I I remember I paid and I remember some NES games um about 80 bucks. Um they weren't cheap, which would what be the equivalent California? which would be the equivalent today to around $150 to $200 a game. That's weird. I just remember uh Wizard Warriors 2 cost me 35. Mario 3 cost me about like 38 to 40 bucks. I don't remember a game ever being that much back then. NBA um, Jam was 70. NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Yeah, but that was original Nintendo, was it? No, no, no. no so yeah, saying, here's the thing. You, you are cite, you're citing a lot of companies that rip people off. Like, NBA Jam wasn't $70 because they needed a bigger freaking chip. You know, Chrono Trigger was 90 bucks because the chip was three times bigger than anything else. It cost more to manufacture. Yeah, yeah it had extra... So, it had NBA extra Jam... NBA Jam was the same generic chip they used in everything else. They only charged 70 bucks because they were like, holy shit, we can rip people off. Look how popular this is. <laughs> like, I understand that these games cost a lot of money to make, but this argument is poor because they are scamming people so bad on the back end with every what single thing they do. Trigger. I bought Chrono Trigger at Funko Land. It was like 60, 60 bucks, I think. That was like the most expensive Super Nintendo you game. You must I have ever got played. a deal then because that game was and, easily, like, that game was super expensive. And then they waste a god-awful amount of money on marketing the game instead of making the game. And then they tell you that you need to pay 70 bucks for the game, but also we want you to buy this four hour DLC for 20 bucks. Cause it took a lot of time for us to make it, even though we made it before the game came out. Like, yeah. no, like I'll pay 70 bucks as soon as you stop ripping people off, but they're not going to do it. The companies that are claiming this are, I would feel better if it was better companies. Like if, if a company like naughty dog or like, the guys behind Gears of War came out and said they need a way to come up with some more money. I'd be like, all right, maybe I believe you. But when the chief components are 2K and Activision and EA, I just laugh at them because they've been ripping people off for decades. Their bottom line is 99% profit with the way they scam people. Well, okay, so yeah, no, you're and you're right for the most part, Graham. But like, for instance, like I'll take a game that's coming out soon um, that you can pre-order right now, actually on Steam, Cyberpunk 2077. Okay, that game, if they went and priced it at $100, I would still pre-order it at $100. That game is going to be worth it. But here's the thing, Nate. I bet you anything, if you sat down with the CEO of that company, he'd be like, no, 60 bucks is fine because we didn't spend $500 million marketing it. We let the game do the talking, and then we talked about it on YouTube. We released videos on YouTube, which cost us no money to do. We produced those from the studio, costed us no money. We didn't go to like IGN and pay them a hundred thousand dollars to run a freaking banner for five minutes. Yeah, that's the difference. Like Cyberpunk is not blowing five hundred million dollars on freaking advertising. They're spending two hundred million on making the game itself. Well, well, CD Projekt Red—they're not what they're a Swedish company, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Um, because you're uh, this is one of the biggest problems. Okay, uh with right now what Grimm's pointing out, and it's a problem with the Western market of business um, where like other companies, startup companies from like Europe and Japan and stuff are doing a whole nother model using social media to market instead of what the Western culture of business markets, uh, which costs a lot of money. That's all there is to it. I'm, I'm sorry, but you, again, I can use destiny as an example. You cannot tell me without me laughing at you to your face 
that that game cost $500 million to make, the original Destiny. Yeah, yeah Activision came out and claimed that the budget was $500 million. Um, no, it wasn't. And we also don't have, like, for instance, this is the other problem like uh, that's uh, kind of a bigger problem. And I'll add Chrono Trigger into the story. So game developers that come out of college already want like $100,000 a year or whatnot um, because their college degree says so. Um, and some companies are actually paying that. But it's like, that's not how it should be. You have to be able to develop it. You have to know what you're doing developing a game. You have to have some credibility behind you. Um, and the great story with this is with Chrono Trigger. So Chrono Trigger had three rock stars for what do you call it? animation, storytelling, um, and everything like within the RPG world to come together. Yep. Then yep. they went and hired a bunch of new people that were just coming up. And one guy almost died just trying to prove himself that he was good. <laughs> like that's dedication. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it was that far. Holy but, crap. Like a good, a good example. I can give you a great example and I'm going to sound like a fanboy right here. But Final Fantasy 4 Final Fantasy V, Final Fantasy VI, development teams of less than 100 people. Final yeah. Fantasy IV had like 25 people. All four, all those games, way better than any one of the goddamn Bethesda RPGs made in the last 20 years. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like a billion times better. 300 100 people working on them. A billion times better, yeah. I feel like it's a bloat problem, too. And then you take, it, you take into account, like, again, I can use Bethesda, because in my mind, Bethesda is, I like their games. They are one of the worst culprits of bullshit lies with when it comes to games you could ever possibly have. They've been using the same engine for all their Elder Scrolls games since like the 90s or like 2000. And you're going to tell me that the cost to make your game has skyrocketed every time, but you've not changed your engine over completely. Did you ever stop to think that maybe if you you put the investment to change over engines, maybe it'd be easier to develop your game and you wouldn't spend as much money developing it? Like your archaic shit that leads to countless bugs in Fallout might be the reason why it takes you so long to develop a goddamn Fallout game. Yeah. I don't know. Well, most Fallout games can be beat. Most Fallout games do not have as much content as like The Witcher. Well, they both they take just as long as The Witcher did. Well, that's the messed up thing. Like, you, I don't know if you realize the whole thing that happened with like uh, New Vegas. So New Vegas runs better, plays better, is all around just better of a Fallout game and wasn't yep. made by the Bethesda. Yep. Like I said, I, I agree. I'm willing to pay a little extra, but not if you're going to keep scamming me with shit like, oh, you want big head mode? Pay a dollar. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'll buy your game when it's when it's like $10. Yeah. You know, I can wait. I got World of Warcraft. I got Warzone. I can wait. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to go buy Ghost of Tsushima this next week. 60 bucks. That's Why? Right. Oh, yeah. Because I'm 100% positive that Sucker Punch is not going to rip me off. They're going to give me a good 60, 70 hour open world RPG uh, samurai game with a bunch of cool shit in it. And I haven't seen anything that says, like, you have that, like, the story is going to continue in some expansion for 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I expect to not get ripped off. Very What's good. up with that Samurai game? Is that coming out yet or what? It's coming out Tuesday. Um, Comes out Tuesday. Tuesday. No, no. Hurry up. I want it. It's not Tuesday. It's not? I thought it was Tuesday. It's close. Oh, wait. It's no, no. Close. It's like two it's weeks from now. Sorry. 
It's going to be yeah, like Red Dead, but Samurais. No, it's going to be way better. Way, way better. Holy crap. It's it's more like, it's going to be like you're, you're playing a, like an old Samurai movie. I might even play it in just, black and white to get the feel for just it. Just the sheer combat system looks freaking amazing. Holy crap. Oh, you guys so, won't be hearing from me for a while. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, just yeah, to be like, playing not, his not, NES Classic. Not to hammer on it. <laughs> the companies that are, that are screaming they need to charge more are also the companies that I have no goodwill to because they've been scamming and ripping people off. Like, if, if Square comes out and tells me they're charging 70 bucks for the next Final Fantasy game, okay, that makes sense. I, I put 100 hours into Final Fantasy 15, clearing all the, all the stuff. If yeah. Activision tells me they're put, they, I have to pay $70 for Call of Duty, I'm going to go, why? You gave me a 10-hour, you gave me, like, one Warzone battle map. Yeah, you've added two weapons yeah. every now and then. You're lucky I paid sixty bucks for that. Sure. Okay. Well, we're reaching. Well, we have reached the end of the gaming portion of the podcast. We're going to move on to technology, or the things like phones and movies and new gadgets for cameras and whatnot. So yeah, <laughs> remember to stay tuned. Keep on with the podcast. We're not going anywhere, but we are transitioning <laughs> over to technology. And remember, whatever podcast service that you use, remember. You can share that podcast out on most podcast apps, Podcast Addict, the Google Podcast app, iTunes. You can share a podcast out. Let other people know about it. Hey, this is a great podcast. Um, You can also find us on social media. We're Get Tech Geeks over at Twitter. Just Get Tech over at Facebook. Obviously, we have a YouTube. And if you have never heard of our YouTube or seen our YouTube, well, it's getting some attention these days. But So you might want to go check it out. YouTube.com slash Get Tech. Go check it out. We have a number of videos up there. We're going to be making some more review videos soon, sooner than later. But go check later. them out. Obviously, we're not going to have any more expo footage for a little while because we don't know when that's going to start back up. So. We're going to have our own expo. We're going to call it Deadweight Get Together 2020. Oh, no. I think we'll be the only one there. Stay tuned for um, um, an awesome video. We're all going to go to a tattoo shop and watch the Zingo over there and get a tramp stamp. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> So Don't wait forever. Okay. <laughs> what the heck's everybody been watching as far as the pop culture scene goes? What the hell are you? Second about? season of Hannah. Ah. Pretty good. Hannah Montana? No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's watching. Yeah. yeah he, he, Hannah Montana for sure. He's going to that. <laughs> Gonna make up for old times. <laughs> got a thing from Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally stable Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Although that episode of Black Mirror is actually pretty good. Oh. Only, be- only because that's the only time she ever looked attractive. Ooh. Yeah, that's anyway, called uh, movie magic. Okay. Well, I started watching Dark, which everybody knows I talked I about have, last week. <laughs> now I have to now I have to rewatch Dark because I want to convince Aaron to watch it with me, and I don't want her to be caught halfway through it. Yeah, so I'm going to rewatch the first season of Dark again. Plus, I'm confused. So, okay, so well, on, wait, wait, wait. what are you confused about? Yeah. How about everything, Nate? I play. I watched one episode last night while I was half playing World of Warcraft, craft, and I missed everything. Oh no! So I'm gonna rewatch. I'm gonna rewatch the first season with Aaron to make her. Oh, the show. if only you were part. So when that show was being so, I watched the first season a little later into the scene, um, and then I watched the second season when it came out and the third season. Um, the Reddit scene is awesome on that show, like. 
especially in this third season, they went and divided the Reddit into categories with episodes. So you don't have to be spo- end up being spoiled per episode, which is pretty cool. You can talk about that one episode amongst people, uh, which was really neat. Um, and, but I've obviously I've finished it. I do have to say it's easily absolutely one of the best shows ever created on television. Every single one of the actors on that show is going to have a career from this point on. Oh, that's not true. Um, don't even, don't even go there, dude. That's not true. If there's one thing you know about big hit TV shows, 80% of the actors bomb out later on. It's how it is. Look at Game of Thrones, dude. Well, okay. So I, mean, I, I already have decided. Stark hasn't done a good thing since she left Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Oh. Um, like, so it's just the way it is. Yeah. And I've been following ever since that show started, like after the watch the first season, I've actually been following all the actors on Instagram and the main director. Uh, the editor, like, um, they just posted um, today, Oliver Masaji, Masaji, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Anyway, uh, the guy who plays, the guy who plays, <laughs> anyway, the guy who plays Ulrich. Um, Lars? Ulrich von Lichtenstein. Uh, yeah, the guy who plays Ulrich, um, he just did a movie, which I'll probably actually end up checking out, um, where he did a movie with the kid who plays uh, Jonas. They did another movie. Um that's called like See, down. Miss, I already, I'm already lost names. I don't remember who Jonas is. Like, Jonas is the main character. He's one of those brothers. Jonas is the main. Jonas is the main character. Um. Anyway, I'm, I'm literally, literally gonna have to rewatch the whole thing. Why are you watching the Jonas Brothers? Okay. Understand. Anyway, so yeah, so right. that's a movie. It's it's like a father and son tale. Um. And Grim, once you finish the series, I'll tell you about this whole thing that I just found out today, that Oliver did on Instagram to troll everybody before this last season. And it was a complete troll. Like, but I can't tell you cause it'll reveal a spoiler. Yeah, but it was actually pretty cool though, because before the third season, um, it was neat to watch. Like the main director was posting like a lot of things that were possibly like there and like things that are on the scene and he would black out certain things. Like, so you can't tell what, who's doing the scene and whatnot. It was neat. Um, to have that experience as the show is being created. So, anyway, Johnny, what's up? What did you do this week with video? Oh, what media. have you been checking out? What have you done? Absolutely nothing. I haven't been watching anything actually. Um, I was going to start watching Dark, but my girlfriend's been using the Netflix, and she's hogging it up so. I wait for her to get done with her show, and I got to start watching Dark. Nice, nice. He's he's trying not to stay in the house because it's like nine thousand degrees in there. So one thing, like I pointed out before, even though obviously I do recommend Bazinga check out Dark as well. Um, Mm -hmm. He's gonna watch the dub version if he does. Um, But oh god, dub version. Yeah, don't watch the dub. Okay, so this is why I pointed out: don't watch the dub version. So uh, the guy we play uh, Warzone with, Battletoad, who also I work with. he decided to listen to me and he goes and he watched an episode dubbed with the subtitles and he was like, holy crap. They actually don't say what they supposed to say. Listen, I told you, I was like, watch this, watch. Oh, you got, you'll get, you'll understand. You you'll understand more. Because I don't care if the mouth move meets up. Well, That's no, all. it's not just the mouth moving. Like a voice it, actor. It's fine. It's fine. If you don't want to read it, it's fine. Well, okay, so this is the big portion with the iPhone I was talking to you about, though, that you don't get, like, with 
the person that's actually acting out the scene, they're going to have a certain inflection. They're going to have how they're going to approach the scene. They're going to, they're going to have a certain facial expression. They're going to emphasize certain phrases on, on how to, uh, like how that character is feeling, what's happening in the scene. And even if, and if you don't actually understand, even if you don't understand the language, you're going to still get like kind of where it's going from just how their pronunciation from the actual actor. Um, Plus a lot of- as I was saying, it's fine. He's, yeah. he's overstating it because that's what he does. It's fine. It's just sometimes funny because it doesn't match up with the lips, but it's fine. Like sometimes like, uh, you know, it'd be late at night. I'll be watching something. I'll just put my close my eyes. So I can't really listen to yeah. that. <laughs> it, it's so. fine. You'll have, you'll have no trouble watching it and enjoying it that way. Mm-hmm. Or else it's I like- wouldn't be watching it. I, like- Cause I don't want to read hour long episodes all the like I've, I've been binge watching it i wouldn't be binge watching it what i've been running into a lot lately on specific devices is f- fucking annoying is a narrating what's wrong with like, narrating no 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 not not on purpose it's like first it's a feature on some uh platform oh, so like the man walks into the room yes holy annoying is that okay like like it's like somebody was watching it that way and they recorded it and that's how you get you have to watch it. But it's like, Joe opens a book and then they're like talking. As he looks at the book, he gives him a smirk. I'm like, oh my God, just shut up. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so annoying. It's the worst. I've been running. It happened. Uh, I was watching. Uh, oh, I was on like the CBS uh, app on, on my uh, Roku TV and it, I was watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and it was like, Colson gives a weird look. He jumps down off of a box. He realizes. And you're like, I saw that, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, you jumped God. off the box. Shut the fuck up. Oh, it, it, it's it's like listening to an audiobook. <laughs> um, so the only thing I point out because obviously I, I already pointed out I finished dark. Um, but I also finished the season of Penny Dreadful. This uh, City of Angels. Holy crap! Like that's fucking show couldn't have been more timely made right now it's crazy it's i would definitely go check it out um obviously it has to deal with like um all the racism that was going on in la and stuff during the time when like la was becoming like a major city um and it's it's super timely which is crazy but yeah um, definitely a really good series. And I just love the fact that it's set in the, it's like a great, it's a really cool time period where it's set in. And I just recently found out cause I just started watching another show that's actually set in the same time period. And I found out there's actually, there, they actually were filming in the same areas and they had extras playing on both shows, uh, for the same, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> because they're both set in the same time period, so, which was neat. Okay, let's move on to the uh, the Poco M2 Pro announced with big, fast charging battery for under two hundred dollars. The Poco. What is a Poco? You don't remember the Poco? I don't remember the Poco phone. I don't remember the Poco phone. A couple years ago, the Poco phone came out, and it was uh, it had like all the high specs of any other phone. It was only two hundred dollars. Oh wait, this is the sub company of it of Zao and Xiaomi. Yeah. It's a yeah okay, yeah. Well, they came out with the Poco M2 Pro, 
it has a 5,000 uh, milliamp battery, which is pretty big for a two uh, uh, two hundred dollar phone. That's Four cameras. Huge. Yeah, it was a Poco F1. It was a Poco F1. That's what it's called. So the the M2 Pro, uh, it's got a 5,000 milliamp battery that can charge 50% in 30 minutes. It only has a 720G processor, though, so it's not like a flagship. What does that mean? Uh, the Snapdragon 720 is a processor. So what does that G mean? I don't know. I don't know what the G means. It means it's hardcore from the hood, yo. <laughs> It's only uh, I, I, I get it. It's only a, a 1080p screen, <laughs> yeah, but it has a 16 megapixel uh, hole punch selfie camera, 48 megapixel primary, 8 megapixel ultra wide, 5 megapixel macro, and 2 megapixel depth. So they can have uh, 4 or 6 gigs of RAM and 64 or 128 storage. Uh, it starts at $185 to uh, 225 but it's only available in India, so I don't know if it'll work in the U.S. No, but uh, so, I know that they were able to get the other one, the Poco phone, the F1, to work. So the actual, okay, so the Qualcomm, the 720 is actually the lower end of another processor we're about to talk about, the 865. Okay, um, all right. They both oh, have they all they they both have the ability to do Wi-Fi uh, six. Okay. So it is a newer low-end Qualcomm, mm -hmm. and it's uh, it, it is only 1080p though. But uh, yeah, other than that, doesn't look too bad for that price. But probably won't be able to get it in America. But I was surprised to see that they became their own company. No, you should be able to. Xiaomi still is like there. You can still get Xiaomi phones in America. Um. The same thing with Huawei phones. You can still get it. There still hasn't been a complete embargo. Like Huawei prepaid. They haven't. No, no, it's just they on my haven't phone. ceased selling. Like there's only that one phone you can't get because the company doesn't want to sell to America. Um, I can't remember the hell the name of that company is, but yeah, you can still get all these phones. Hey, just out of curiosity, why does this fake company want to not sell to Americans? It's just not an. It's just no. But it's this, so this... it's a severely low end company. That usually, uh, there, there's certain companies that sell low end to like India and stuff like that. Yeah, that they, they don't have the market or the ability to produce that many phones, so they sell to a smaller branch until they, if they become big, obviously, then they're going to sell it worldwide. But they usually only like there's smaller companies that sell just to the area they're around. Yeah, but as long as they have the band in their uh, hardware, we should be able to use it. Yes, that's all you need. Yeah, yeah, that's all you need. But Cool little phone for under two hundred bucks. Even two twenty five isn't that bad. No, it's not bad at all. Um, okay. So speaking of Qualcomm, so the supercharged five G mobile gaming new Snapdragon eight sixty five plus, uh, like we just pointed out of that low end, the seven eighty whatever it is, is the low end which doesn't have crazy amount of processing power, um, but this one does because this obviously has Wi Fi six, and <laughs> it also has a lot of beefy specs in it to support gaming on your phone. Gaming on your phone. Well, it's also, uh, it's talking about gaming phones, but I think it was also talking about, uh, future of just gaming devices too. Well, yeah, because Qualcomm, obviously arm processors are, we saw already the new Apple has completely transitioned. Um, and within the next couple of years, Apple will no longer be using Intel processors. They're going to be using ARM processors that they made. 
Uh, so, and <laughs> the reason why is because, like we pointed out last week, ARM processors are like they got their start with mobile devices, but uh, the main developer for Apple and a few other comp- uh, Japanese, the Japanese company that just made the fastest computer on the planet, pointed out ARM processors are way more efficient um, than the current architecture that's used in like Intel and AMD processors. Like it's way more efficient how it works and how it processes and how it like. Also, just want to point out, Apple doesn't make phones. Children in China make phones for Apple. Um, so, like in general, like ARM processors are probably going to be the future in general. Um, and since Snapdragon has already been in this market for a while, like they're going to have somewhat of a leg up once that transition happens from them not just making mobile processors, which is probably going to happen in the next five years, um, where they're going to start making probably desktop processors. Mm-hmm. Um, which is going to be pretty crazy, especially if they, you know, I mean, that's as, gonna... as long as they're not like a welded in motherboard type thing, you got to get as long as, you know, if, if, once they come out with like actual processors that you can put it in a motherboard, you know, yeah, because Snapdragons right uh, now are just keep talking about it. I have to go check something real quick. All right. Because Snapdragon processors, yeah, phone yeah. things are all built into the motherboard. But, uh, the A65 of, uh, Plus, uh, it's going to be 5G, and, uh, and it says something uh, right here about uh, it has uh, this FastConnect 6900 technology, which enables Wi-Fi download speeds up to 3.6 gigabits, and it takes advantage of Wi-Fi 6E, a new category of connectivity that taps into the 6 gigahertz spectrum, uh, which is, that's pretty nuts. Um And like the Snapdragon 65, the new chip taps into the 5G network. So, yeah. <clears throat> 10 to 100 times. Hey, there he is. Um, <laughs> I didn't know much about this product. He just crowded in here. He's crowded in people. What? He's well, like, okay, remember, topic, so I don't know much about it. <laughs> remember oh, that, sorry. Remember, remember that movie Wayne's World where, where Wayne leaves Garth on camera by himself? Like, uh, uh, well, no, it's really straight. So, right so, I, so everybody knows why I walked away. Um, I put an order with DoorDash and I set it to be here, obviously, after the podcast. And they just delivered it way early. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, fuck Dor- DoorDash. Um, so, food late. Well, no, early, way early. <laughs> early, way early. Too early. What'd you get? What'd you get? Like a side of cock and balls? No, we got. I got Lomiro's. It's a really good place down the street. Okay, but what did you get? Isn't that in Pierce Street? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's really good. I got a barbecue really? barbecue chicken panini. Because hmm. they just reopened, right? Yeah, they're really good though. They're really good. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so obviously. I hope, hopefully, Bazinga covered a good portion of it. It runs at Not really. it's a six gigahertz spectrum. Mechanics. Um, I talked about the Wi-Fi that it yeah, has, which is a six gigahertz spectrum, and the yeah. processor runs at three point five gigahertz uh, gigabits per second. So, I mean, it's like this thing is going to be if you're going to use it for mobile gaming, and they start making some like really like high end like games. Like for instance, like we're to the point now, mobile phones can run probably a good portion of like some of the high-end PC games at this point. Like some of them, the specs are there for them to do it. 
It's just a matter of doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, well, the architecture, right? Yeah, well, no, it's there. It's there. It's just a matter of programming. Oh, Making yeah, yeah, the yeah. game. <laughs> like, you can do it. Like, I've played more than a few, like, first-person shooters on my phone, and I'm like, holy crap, like, this is pretty impressive, actually, for, um, like, I can tell you right now, obviously, PUBG Mobile is designed to play on even the lowest-end phone. Um, because obviously like bigger, the, one of their biggest market is like India and like stuff like that. So, um, and like, there's a lot of low end phones that are sold in like Asia. Um, America tends to spend like some crazy money on phones and wants like the biggest. Well, and PUBG phone. mobile just got its own map. Yes. A, a new, its first new map. Yeah. Um, so, but like, for instance, like I know like some of the highest end phones, probably like Bazinga's phone, like could easily run the full version of PUBG and have no trouble. On low settings. Yeah. But it would run it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, that's the thing. We're getting to that point. Definitely, because Fortnite, not like we enjoy that game, but that is cross-platform with the phone and the computer and every other stand Every system. other system, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Okay, so. I think we've had like a webcam topic like every other week lately. Um, Dude, but... I am not talking to you about cam cam shows. All right. Okay. <laughs> so an external lens. This is well, obviously this is about an external lens to add sure. to your webcam or your laptop camera. Um, I actually tried doing this to to our webcam once, but my camera didn't fit fit on it. Oh well, it probably wasn't exactly made for. But anyway, this one's yeah, made yeah. for. To do it. Um, well, no, this one's actually for a phone that they put on the laptop. Oh, well, okay, yeah, yeah. Technically, <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's just the same amount of size, though, which is really neat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it actually gave a wide-angle shot. With a lot of vignetting. Okay, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it has which vignetting. I would... But like, if you want to do this, so you see right here in this photo for the listeners, there's there's a photo. Vignetting is where you can see like where the circle is of the lens. Yes. You don't want to see that. So, what he, what he could have done is he could have cropped that photo a little bit and be fine. Yeah, that's you all, could that's cro- all crop, crop the screen a little bit and you'd be fine. But you'll still have that wider view, which is what I was trying to do back in the day before I used uh, DSLR because I was trying to fit everybody in the camera. And yes. they're, they're talking about doing it now. It's just, I've been there, done that. <laughs> Tried that. But yeah, the, the vignetting was a, that's, that's a lot. Um, so you- the moment webcam set, which will, which he's been testing, it's going to be 77 98 bundle currently discount to $61. That includes the O series mount and 18 millimeter wide angle lens. Alternatively, if you've already got uh what do you call it, a moment lens uh yeah the moment the, lens is what's made for the the thing yeah the mountains. separately for thirty dollars which is all he did they're just trying to sell like a kit to people for that have webcams it'd be or, cool if they made one for the c920 like a, an adapter yeah if somebody went and put one out that would be cool or like a company went and found out what are the top like three <laughs> webcams people use and then made a universal mount that would work on all of them yeah, I've I've actually like I spent a lot of time researching it because I wanted to get a, a wider a wider angle. So uh, I was looking at like mods. There's people. There's companies that actually have. Uh, you you take the 
the internals of a C920, and then you connect them to this 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 box that uh, gives it a um, a C mount lens, which is a um, a lens that's used on old uh, security cameras. Yeah, but it's got a zoom, and you can change the aperture and all that stuff like that. And I was trying. I was gonna. I was thinking about doing that. It's just eh, too expensive. But uh, it was. It was. It's pretty neat that you can do that. But it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. But I think th this, this is just in general pretty neat. I mean, I've I don't know what one person would need a wider angle for, but I would. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Maybe if they want to show like a presentation, like because obviously everybody's working yeah, at home, yeah. and say if mm -hmm. you got like a whiteboard behind you and you want to show like a small presentation of what your proposal is, that yeah. would be useful it's for a wider angle. the long range. Um, I think that would be useful. That would be the only thing I can think of. But obviously, people are doing that because people are working from home. Because the it doesn't look any more sharp or anything like that. It just it just make gives them a wider angle in these images. So. Yeah, definitely not sharper. He actually needs light in these photos. That's oh the yeah, he problem. definitely needs a lot more light. <laughs> needs a lot more light. Like besides the one that's next to the window, every you can see you can see the uh, the artifacting in the background. You know the the mist. Yes, yes. So, but once you go to look at that, look at the, look at look how bad that is. Oh, you can't see it in the in the stream. You can see all the particles. It's all jaggy too. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, he definitely Terrible. has some artifacts going. But anyway, yeah. um, right before we move on to this next topic, I just found out some information. So everybody knows because we've talked about the movie a bunch of times, and we've talked about. I think people have seen heard me mention the book Ready Player One more times than they can count. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was an okay movie. Um, the book yeah. is so good. I've read the book so many times. Um, Ready Player Two is coming out November fourth, twenty fourth. The book? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Ready um, Player Two. Ready Player Wait, Two. Let me feign excitement. Oh my god! The book is easily. I don't. It's. I have probably reread that more than any other book. It is, and then I can not. I mean, there. But it's not even like. It's definitely one of my absolute top like five favorite books written of all time, um, <sighs> but it's just the the story is just so compelling. It's just like I don't know, and there's so much nostalgia with it. So I feel like the book is probably better than the movie because oh, movie it's was about a billion times better. better. It wasn't great. There um, were parts of it that just dragged and were stupid. So yeah, they should have um do a movie of uh with armada they are are they yes good now i gotta check that out <laughs> um, that's in this that's i don't know i think the screenwriting wrapped up for that actually i'm pretty what sure what were you talking about armada um armada, armada. um it's, oh, uh, it's by, by the same well. uh, book yeah it's by um, the same author instead I don't what is it about people okay so armada is Basically, like how Ready Player One takes a lot of stuff from like early video games from the 80s and nostalgia from that point of view. 
um, Armada is basically it's a space invasion story from to Earth. Incept it calls back to the whole book movies like The Last Starfighter, Top Gun, um, the I, Flight of the Iron Eagle, like okay. all these so movies. What you could have just told me it was that is that it's a sci-fi book about an alien invasion. Well, yeah, but it's a callback to a lot of those '80s movies of those same kind of genre, like tied into it. Kind of how Ready Player One has a lot of the things from like the '80s movies and uh, video games during the pop culture of the '80s. Okay. And the Atari game also called Amara. Yes. Because um, I'm looking for sci-fi books to read. Armada is really good. I'm obviously, sure if you want, obviously, I would definitely recommend actually read the book Ready Player One. Holy I'm crap! Like one. you're gonna be never like, gonna holy read. crap! <laughs> never gonna read Ready Player One, <laughs> just because you are so obsessively over the top if, about well, it. If you get a job with Oculus, you have to read it. Actually, <laughs> just saying, if you weren't, so yeah, I remember when Grim talked about getting a job for Oculus. Yeah, like, I know. He so just the other day. It, maybe I would, but you are so <laughs> up its ass that I'm never going to try it. Ah. Uh. He was like, I'm done with job lot. I'm going to go apply at Oculus. <laughs> That's a big jump. <laughs> Excuse me. Is this where you apply for anal rift? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I think we have our minds mixed up. I'm going to go now. <laughs> 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 apply for anal rift. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's good. That's good. Okay. <laughs> the lady at the front would probably just immediately have me arrested. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a good prank video. <laughs> okay. Oh, Let's get into Can you suck energy out of a black hole? Well, I don't know. That's a lot of applying for anal rift. <laughs> <laughs> so, Johnny, tell me what. Uh, See how we try to keep the topics kind of close together. <laughs> well, nice if fucking out of you have a black hole is referred to in colleges as anal rifting anyway. So it makes perfect sense. Okay. So a rotating black hole is such an extreme force of nature that it drags surrounding time and space around with it. So only natural to whether a black hole could be used of some sort of energy force. So, Johnny, what about this energy force, if we could use it? Um, they were trying to do... Um, they were trying to find ways to extract the energy um, from, um, from the edge of the black holes by having like the um, how light works, like particles and waves. Mm -hmm. They were talking about how um, it could be... The only way that, that they can uh, do that is... Um, by having to like spiral the opposite direction of the way that the black hole is, which will actually cause it to slow down and it can actually um, separate the particles to down to a negative. Yes. And oh, they were doing an experiment on that. And I'm trying to think. <laughs> well, um, they were experimenting with um, sound waves and how they were. Um... Crap, I can't to find it. Hold on. I can't. God, I was open up to all the things. No, it was really cool too. Um, they were talking about how um, for this effect of work, they call it angular uh, momentum. 
and I can't freaking find it now. Damn it. Hold on. Well, it's called the Penrose process. Yep. So they said that they um they spun um um like foam, but but because uh, they're using the sound waves and the foam will absorb the sound waves. All right. Well, on which the foam is supposed to work kind of like the black hole, sort of. Yeah. And then what they did was they tried to um like rotate the foam at a certain speeds, which actually um created the sound waves to become louder again. So it's actually pushing sound waves back out of the foam again, which was um a kind of an interesting experiment because I didn't know that it could do stuff like that. I thought that after sound waves reflect for a while, they'll just disappear. No, they keep on they they they'll continue forever. Absolutely forever, pretty much. Until they get salted to a black hole. <laughs> um, no, uh, but there. But the thing is, like, eventually, like in the future, you know, with all the black holes and stars dying, eventually all matter is going to be gone, and there's going to be nothing left in our universe but just blackness. So this could be well, not for us, but it could be used um for people to survive. One, um, oh, how can I put it? Damn it. <laughs> and I would say because you one thing like you point out how it works, but so people get a better idea. So it points out in this article. So what they're using is the Doppler shift with the sound waves. Um, and if anybody doesn't know what that is, like when an ambulance is coming at you, it sounds different than when it gets near you and then it keeps on moving. Yeah, that's called a Doppler shift. Um, and it changes the pitch in sound as it moves toward you. And moves away from you. So, in other words, if an ambulance hits me, when it's about to hit me, it's going to sound a lot louder than when it's driving away from hitting me. <laughs> yes. Okay. Except for uh, when you are, except for when you are, when you travel at a different speed, then it will just like put, um, reflect it on the opposite way where it came from, right? Yes. So, like, say if you were in a car driving on the side of the ambulance, it would sound the same the whole time. All right, because I had to read a couple of times. I was like, why are they using sound? Because I remember that light is not only waves, but it's also particles, too. Yes. But like uh, photons um, act as waves until they're observed. And that's a whole nother discussion. But... <laughs> Yeah, actually, that book that I showed you guys a couple of times, too, I was reading about that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's a famous experiment I was trying to explain to somebody the other day about how when I, they, I, when I, they I, discovered that. Um, I know. It's just, it's just interesting, though. I mean, I don't know. It's weird because I can read stuff like this over and over again, and I can understand it, but it's just so hard for me to put it into words. So that's why sometimes I got to, like, write it all out and read it back. And... But the... This thing figure just fascinates me, though, in a way, because I know that one day our whole universe is just going to be nothing but just pure darkness. All matter is going to be gone one day. Well, not really Earth Day, but... Um, well, yeah, yeah. Um, the only problem with I have with a lot of this hypothesis, it would work for the most part, um, but you would have to have a force so powerful... Um, because the gravitational pull of a black hole is way more than we've even slightly calculated. 
at this point. Now, um, now this also reminds me, I mean, um, can this just happen naturally by nature? Like not things, well, kind of like the experiment, but what just naturally by nature, because I remember back in 2017, I was reading how for the first time ever, they saw something come out of a black hole, like a plasmic blast. Do you think that could be um, something similar to this or? Um, they, okay. So I know what you're talking about. So yes, they did. They saw a blast coming out of a black hole. Um, then later on, they theorized there possibly was another black hole that was actually sucking it in causing what looked like coming out of one black hole into another the other one was just more dense sweet black on black hole action um, oh yeah so because that's the biggest problem is you can't see a black hole is so hard to even observe that you have really have to like triple look to what you're looking at um to really check um and most likely there was another black hole right next to where that was happening, sucking everything in from that one black hole to the other one. No, I seen a lot of times too, um, like a lot of videos and everything too, and I even saw like on um, drawings and uh, Stephen Hawking's books that um, there was stuff like actually going like, say that black hole is like this way and it's sucking everything like through. I actually saw how it's like um, some videos and everything how they show like something like coming out from the back of the black hole. You know what well, I'm no, that's what that's the theory of white holes, which hasn't completely been proven yet. Hmm. Um, that's still theoretical. We still don't know it, or we actually haven't observed it completely yet. Did you, um, did you also check out the other, uh, link that I shared with you last week? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The mirror on the mirror universe. Yeah. There's been, that's been theorized for a long time. Um, and there's some observations that they've done that could hint toward it. Um, but it's so hard to actually find evidence of something like that. Um, it's theoretical in so many senses of what they've already found, but. Well, I thought that was kind of. Um, like, for instance, like the sheer, like the other thing I'll point out without getting too into it, the double slit experiment, which proved that light is an object and also a wave at the same time yeah um, shows that yeah particles. billions shows for the most part billions of versions of this universe exist at the same time so theoretical standpoint every single decision you ever made you've made the opposite one at some point in time in another universe oh yeah i love having discussion so yeah Theoretically, though. Anyway, let's get into so, a, the Avengers Endgame director reveals why he doesn't want Wolverine in the MCU just yet. I forgot I shared this one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot I shared this. The reason why the reason why I share this was because I don't know when I first watched the Endgame, it bothered me. I was telling Bazinga about this earlier. It just bothered me so much because there was no Wolverine in Endgame. When Wolverine's character in the comics plays all such a huge part in it. Yeah. Now, why was the reason? Why was the reason he's not in it? Yeah, what was the reason? Like I said, I forgot that I shared this. Now I forgot. I don't know. I guess they don't want to pay pay Hugh Jackman to be in it. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's more than that. 
from. It's, for Russo, it all comes down to the man who played the short-tempered Canadian, Hugh Jackman. Uh, Wolverine was always one of my favorite characters. Hugh Jackman has done an incredible job with that character over the years, and I think they should take a break for a little while before someone else takes a crack at it. I don't, I don't understand the Hugh Jackman did an incredible job thing. I think he's excellent as Wolverine, but given how bad the writing and everything around those was, he couldn't do an incredible job because Wolverine itself was all the movies were written by terrible freaking writers. All the yeah, so he was so were terrible. He was so were bad movies. He was good because he yeah. has no look, but everything else about those movies were terrible. Exactly. Like terrible. And I'm saying this because I read the goddamn X-Men. For those of you on here who may have read a little bit of X-Men and know a little bit about that, those movies are like 1% X-Men, 99% fanfic from some bad writer. Well, yeah. They are all exactly. movies. Um, and like I, I wish he had been in good movies. Yeah. Like I pointed Even out. Even like... that last one, Logan, was entertaining, but it was nothing like old man Lo- Logan. It was literally nothing like the comics. No, they made him. They just made him so freaking softy little. They made well, him a babysitter so they could try and relaunch his character in, in some chick form. Um, is what they did. Well, because yeah. in the original Wolverine was fierce. He was brutal. He was vile. He was perverted. He was just rugged. Yeah, I don't he, know was, if he was perverted. He didn't go around like raping chickens or anything. <laughs> no, 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 he didn't rape anybody, but he he did make a lot of lot of dirty jokes comments and stuff yeah that's not that's not perverted that's just fun um <laughs> no but like this show like grim points out a good point like i was pointing out like the gambit movie's been canceled multiple times and then those fans last week i was showing the video like that's on youtube that short movie they made and they've done a way i like that better than all the x-men movies like they actually did a good job and that was done by fans it's it's just Poor, poor writing ruined those movies for me. And they're not going to get any better. They're not going to get any better because now that we're in the age of diversity and craziness, when they do make a new X-Men series, they'll call it X-Humans. Wolverine will be a chick with, like, three arms. Cyclops (laughs) will be a black guy. Storm will be the same thing because they won't mess with that. Like, Beast will be the only white guy, but he'll be super intelligent and super liberal. And transgender. Yeah, they'll they'll change everything that made the X-Men the X-Men so that they can make a new series called the X-Like Mutants or something. And they'll say it's inspired by the X-Men. And that's what we're never going to get a real X-Men series. And then you'll get the the best part is you'll get really dumb writers who don't know anything and they'll rewrite like Magneto because they want an oppressed person as Magneto, and someone will point out that Magneto was a Jew, and they'll be like, yeah, but they weren't repressed or something, and they'll change oh, Magneto's race. Like, they'll mess with Magneto's race, they'll mess with, um, uh, what do you call it? Profet- the professor's race. They'll, they'll just screw up everything about the characters to make a point, which is why and, it won't, they'll never make a good X-Men movie. And Magneto will just be magnetic to everything, and he will won't be able to get off of anything. Yeah, He'll, he'll just be stuck I, on everything. My argument about Magneto is it, that is 100% true. You will see this. They will change Magneto to like a black guy because he's white, but forget that he was a Jewish person who was persecuted during the Holocaust, which is already 
messed up, but they'll change his character completely because they won't know that the people writing the movie will be like 20 year olds who never read the comics and don't know that he's already from a very oppressed background. And they'll rewrite his character for whatever they think is oppressed. So, some people want him to be uh, Magneto to be Denzel Washington. No, Magneto needs to be a a white kid, a white old guy who went through some shit when he was in Nazi Germany. That's what he is. He's got enough of a damaged background to do a good story with it. You don't need to mess with it. That's yeah. Magneto. He's great like that. Yeah, very true. Okay, let's get into our last topic. Arr! Our last topic. Um, so a fan went and put together uh, using After Effects a recut of obviously Rise of Skywalker's final scene, one of the final scenes uh, where all the Jedi show up and basically tell Rey, oh, hey, what do you call it? Basically, it's in you. We're all in you kind of thing. And boom, she defeats Palpatine. Okay. Yeah. So terrible. we didn't see, obviously, in the movie, the original cut, we did not see the Jedi. This fan went and put all the Jedi into the scene, um, which I think he actually did a really good job. The person who did the editing was spot on. Um, they clearly know what they do 100% with After Effects. They did it like it it melded perfect. Um, but the problem is, though, after so there was a fan theory. Well, theory that was going around that I talked about briefly. I didn't get into the whole thing a while ago. Um, and this other guy finished it off like most of the theory. So if you put a lot of the clues together and why I don't think they're actually in the scene, because I don't think they were there and I don't think it was anything to do with the Jedi. Um, so why in the main reason why it's a cool idea that this fan did this, but I just don't think it had the, I don't think that's where the story's going. I should say, um, because there's more than one hint throughout the movie. Okay. So the very beginning of the movie, the very first scene we see Kylo Ren meets Palpatine. And the first thing he says to him is, I've been the one who's been in every voice inside your head. And every single time he says another line of saying that sentence, you hear different bad guys throughout the Star Wars series. And you're like, oh, wow, holy crap. So, so Palpatine's been the one talking to him the whole time in his head. And he's been making himself sound like Vader, making himself sound like, you know, I mean, all these different uh, bad, like horrible Sith Lords that have existed. Um which points out the one thing that Palpatine wanted her to do. He kept on saying it over and over again, kill me and take my power and take the Sith throne. He said that over and over and over again. Um, he said, just strike me down. He wanted her to kill him. So eventually, obviously what would be the best thing to do to get her to do that? Think that all the Jedi have just shown up and helped her. He can, ha he can betray all their voices, put it all in their head. She gets up. Shoots the lightning back at him, which he actually wouldn't technically, uh, it wouldn't have happened exactly like that. It would happen like that, but not completely. Um, kills Palpatine. He is absorbed into her. Nobody knows the difference because she still looks the same, acts the same. Holy difference is now Palpatine is, uh, she's absorbed. Palpatine is now absorbed into her. And it actually fits with the rest of the plot from the beginning of something they were trying to tell you was happening. And then it happened. Oh, wow. Um, can I get my point of view now? Yes. Uh oh. Okay. Um, that's all bullshit. 
No, why? <laughs> no, you can say that all you want. I don't mind opposing views. But I want to give you a real reason why. The only reason why those dudes popped up to say we're all in you is because the person running Star Wars wanted to piss off the fans who don't like Raylo or Kylo or Rey or any of the characters in the new movies. That entire scene was pandering to make people mad who are already mad that Rey is the worst Star Wars character ever written and to make people who love her, like you, feel all gooey inside. That's the whole oh, reason wait, why she does that. Grim, you didn't, you didn't oppose. I want you to oppose what I said for a storyline. I'm not well, I'm not here to discuss semantics. I just did. No, I just did. The storyline in that entire series is bullshit. From day one, they kept screw, like they started out and they had something going. They had to switch directors multiple times. The switching of the directors screwed up the story. It, and then by the time they got to the end, the story was just a cluster of stupidity because they pissed off people. They tried to piece together and gain some people back. They, they went down this ridiculous point with freaking, um, what's his name? Palpatine the, to the ending. That was at, that movie was entertaining until the ending. The ending was goddamn terrible horses on ships. How are they not sliding people? Okay, but Grim, but metal uh, this is not a discussion whether the, what, about the trilogy. It's just about that anyway, one scene. Anyway, about so the one scene. That, that one scene, that <laughs> entire scene is written as nothing more than a way to piss off the fans who were already mad at the movies. Okay, that's why but, they did it. But Grim, I it's want to pose. I want an opposing view toward my theory. Another theory, not Mate, that is my opposing view. My opposing view is it's got nothing to do with it. You're thinking too deep. These idiots that wrote this trilogy are not that smart. That might have been better. What you're talking about would have been better. Her going to the dark side would have been goddamn great. But because these writers are terrible, they sat... Th Let's put it this way. When they got to that scene and they sat down, they said, how are we going to finish this? And one of those idiots in that circle said, I want to give a big F you to all these people bashing this series. Let's have every one of the characters that they loved all claim that Rey is the hope of the Jedi and the future of the world. So that will make them mad. And that's why they put the scene in. I'm telling my point of view is that they didn't put it in for storytelling. They put it in just to piss people off because it's such a terrible scene. Mm. Yeah, but there's, there is somewhat. Okay, so she makes a yellow lightsaber, um, which is actually. So everybody doesn't know that obviously the myth behind a yellow lightsaber. It's used for stealth. Um, it was used by the certain guards that used to protect the Jedi Temple. Um, and there was also, last time it was known to be used, was during the time when there was no dark or light for Je like the Force users. It was just one. The yellow lightsaber is like the pepper spray of friggin' Jedi friggin' sabers. Right? Um, yeah, so, um, so it's, like, it's, it's, it's what the original color, one of the original colors were before they split to the dark Jedi and the Jedi. Um, the dark Jedi of the Jedi? There was the Jedi, and there was, and then they split, and one was the Dark Jedi, which became the Sith. Um, like I understand you want to theorize about this movie. I'm just telling you that the people writing it, they they didn't go that deep, mate. If they did, the story, the movie would have been better. If they had put that much effort into into depth in the in what they were writing, that would have been way better. But if most of what they did was nothing more than shock value bullshit in that movie. We we don't know if they did though, because. Someone can come back in like what ten years or something like that, make another installment onto this onto this now nine movies, and Ray could be. Yeah, but Nate, what you're missing is if they do that in like ten years, 
what you'll have is a retcon. Someone will go, well, there's a door open and I can write a way better story and fix those terrible movies. But there's by no doing this. But there's no like retcon. retcon. If it's there, it's there. It's not not there. I just pointed out it's there. No, it didn't I not? You can write no, you can retcon everything. I can give you Did you ever beat Final Fantasy VII remake? No, I'm like slowly going through because I don't want to finish it because I don't want to like I don't want to be like, oh I want to play the next part. <laughs> All right, but you've been far enough to understand one thing at the very beginning of the game, okay? Yeah. This is a retcon without actually changing anything that I think they're going to do with the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and this is how they'll get around it. If you ever, if you play the first one, you'll notice that no one ever questions or why Aerith went to the Temple of Agents on her own. The characters complain about it, but you don't understand why. Her goal is to pray for for uh, holy, right? Well, she is yeah, the last. Get rid of her, hold it. Her, she's her, the her last goal, of her species hang on, hang too, on, though. Hang on, hang on. The goal is for her to pray for holy. She doesn't need to be by herself to do that. No, she could just have them go there and watch her to do it. Correct. Yeah. She doesn't need to be by herself. So by her going by herself, they, without realizing it, left a retcon hole because now with the remake, they can look at that and go. Well, why'd she go by herself? Okay, we'll make it seem like Cloud realizes that if he goes with her instead of letting go by herself, he can stop it. And now they have a loophole. It's like a hole in the, the narration of the original story that they didn't intend because they forgot to give you a reason why she needed to go by herself. Hmm. They didn't tell you that she needed to be there by herself. Yeah. She just went. That's the same thing that can happen here. They left. They, they basically told such a bad story that they left this... that this opening you see is there, but they didn't mean it to be there. So in 10 years, someone really smart can come along and go, I'm going to retcon using this opening that they left without realizing they left it there. I am 100% confident. They didn't even think about what you're saying. Yeah, but it fits, but there's, but there's clues throughout the movie to lead to that plot. No, there's not clues. There's just bad writing that left of that plot because they left strings (laughs) of shit. They left all these loopholes throughout the ser- throughout that entire movie series, dude, of bad writing, and they didn't tie any of them up because that movie is is right on the line with a bunch of new movies. It's the same thing with like Endgame. Endgame was entertaining, but Endgame was a bad movie. It had a bunch of plot armor getting you through that movie. Um, Game of Thrones, plot armor all over the place. Why the hell? Did they do all that stupid shit during the Battle of Winterfell? They oh, basically yeah. gave the fortress to them by being terrible leaders, and yet they were the greatest leaders in that show all other times. Plot armor. They they wrote stuff in that movie that you love so much just because they thought it was cool, and then they wrote reasons for why it happened. And that made plot holes all over the place. And movies do this all the time now. Where they, they think of something cool like Endgame. You know it'd be cool? If that chick shows up and smashes through the ship at the last minute during the final battle. And then they go, okay, but how does she get there? Why is she there? And then they write the most ridiculous reason for her to show up and screws up the entire storyline. Yeah. No, no, but like, but aside whether your opinion one way or the other, Grim, but you can understand where I'm coming from with they showed you clues in the beginning and in the middle of the movie and the ship and nope. then at the very end, when you're paying attention to one way, oh, cool, the Jedi are showing up when they're not actually showing up. 
and then this happens because you're assuming that they're showing up, but they yeah, actually but my... didn't. And we know that with Kylo Ren, Darth Vader was never showing up to him. It was Palpatine the whole goddamn time. But my Nate, my point is they didn't realize they were doing that. They were but how doing do you know? those loops because because that entire series was poorly written. Oh wait, no, but how do you know? No. Technically, how do you That's know? That's how I know, dude. What I know from their track record is that their writing is, was so bad during that trilogy that they most likely put stuff in those clues that you're thinking about because they thought they looked cool. Like, oh, having him hear voices is cool. Having this happen is cool. And they didn't think about the consequences to the story or someone like you coming along and finding these purpose, like, putting this all together they didn't think that far ahead because they hey. weren't thinking about it when they did it hey, i was one of the original people to point out that from the first movie she was palpatine's granddaughter and i was right <laughs> that's my point you see more than they do i bet you they didn't even think i bet you they didn't even think of her being palpatine's granddaughter until like the second or third movie like, I bet you that got retconned in because it was so out of left field and done so poorly that it makes you then think that... How'd I see it ago. from the beginning? Because it's you, dude. You're reading all this fanfic. What do you mean? I don't read fanfiction. Bullshit, you don't. I don't. I I you don't really this, like, actually... never ending passion to read I this don't, shit, dude. I don't actually read any fanfiction from Star Wars. <laughs> He only reads erotic fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's they, actually, they actually give <laughs> absolutely no clues at all to her having to yeah. her having any relation to him in the first movie. Grim, I point movie. so on that podcast episode twenty five of this podcast, I even pointed out all the clues that are in the book that she's Palpatine's granddaughter. They didn't put any in the movie. You do realize the person that wrote the book is not the person who writes the movies, right? In fact, I bet the people that were writing the movies never talked to the person who made that book. I bet you anything. They don't even know they mentioned a quarter of that shit in the book. Because that's how little these people paid attention. Well, when they were no, no, they the actually book. do. Because I point out in that same podcast, because I had the special edition of uh, uh, Force Awakens. And it actually has some of the things about the script. And there's lines from the script that the actors... Well, not lines, but notes for the actors that are in the actual book. So you can tell they were communicating. Maybe. Or maybe the publishers just handed off some quotes. Um, so, but there's clues. Um, and you don't, after you after you read the book, then rewatch the movie, you can see the clues are there in the movie, but they're a lot more subtle. You also prove my, look, even if I'm wrong about that, you're still proving my point about how bad they're written, dude. Because, again, you brought up the fact that you need to read the books to understand what's going on with this shit. You need to read the books for a movie trilogy to get what's going on in the movie trilogy because they portrayed the entire story so poorly in the movie trilogy. I don't know. We'll see. I was right before, so we'll see. We will never see. What do you mean we'll never see? It's over. Nate, you could be right. It still means the movies were written badly because you can't Okay, but that wasn't this debate, though. that. That wasn't the debate, though. That wasn't the problem. Anyway. But no, that the is movie. the problem. That's the fucking whole problem. Anyway. The movies are over. They're not reached the end. one of those sandworms. We've reached the end of the <laughs> talking what? And gaming. We've reached the ending talking gaming and tech podcast. <laughs> Remember, check us out live. If you ever check us out live, 5 p.m. Wednesday, twitch.tv slash gettechgeeks. Come check us out every week, Wednesday o'clock, Wednesday o'clock. 
<laughs> Wednesday o'clock. Yes. Uh, we'll be back in the studio sooner than later, but we're still dealing with a worldwide pandemic at the moment. So, but we keep the podcast going. There'll be new future YouTube videos of a wonderful keyboard that I, I found absolutely one of the best keyboards. But we're going to be doing a review pretty soon, along with a number of other products. So, remember, when you're over at the YouTube, though, like, comment, and subscribe. And we thank all the new subscribers. And if you check out our channel and don't subscribe, well, hit that damn subscribe button, please. We yeah, you get a can nice hear 30%. more bad arguments from me. So, <laughs> until next week. For the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, get teched.